welcome, foolish mortals, to Make It Magical. This is Emily. And Clayton, your host of ghosts. Of the ghost variety. You know, I, I was just like, I'll try to say it differently, but I just realized that ghost has the same problem as host when you say it with plural. Mm-hmm. And I screwed myself. <laughs> in any case, we're back. <laughs> yeah, in any case, we are back. Uh, we are back from Disneyland. Sound, same word. Sound, Sorry. Wow. Sound more excited. I'm tired also, by the way, yeah. folks. So apologies uh, if we sound a bit off today. It's it's Monday morning. Uh, yesterday, we ran the half marathon at Disneyland. Yeah, the grand return. They said it was seven years. It's been seven it had years. Been gone. And we then ate breakfast, packed the car, got in the car, drove five hours. <laughs> Sat in the car. <laughs> Five hours, took a couple more stops more, uh, on the way back more than usual, uh, got home, relaxed, and then promptly passed out. Yeah, I melted into the couch as soon as we got home. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're still we're still recovering. My legs are, are a bit sore. But that doesn't stop us from recording. No, the content show must go gotta, on. Got to keep it going, everybody. Yeah, so uh, should we get into mousekeeping? What else would I be saying? What else were you talking about? I don't know. We're give me give me a minute. I'm still warming up. You know, it's like when you warm up for the run, the uh-huh. first miles, like you're getting your body warmed up, especially when you have to sit there for an hour waiting for the race to start. But let's uh, let's get into that. Let's get into mousekeeping. <laughs> mousekeeping. <laughs> uh, let's start with some disturbing news. Yeah, this was actually from like over a week ago. We yeah. found this out. <laughs> so a couple months ago. In the I don't think it was a couple months ago. This is a long time ago we mentioned this. Man, I don't somehow people will remember it though. So we, we were talking about the spaceship birth and we were talking about the newspaper boy. Probably I mean, he's probably come one up of, in conversation many times probably, on the podcast. Probably one of the many times that we talked about that would be the literal worst place to get stuck in spaceship birth if you had to get stuck by the newspaper boy. All you hear is extra, extra, read all about it. And Emily made the comment that he doesn't have a face, which I said, Oh my gosh, that's so much worse. Because he's turned around, so he just has his back to you and he's literally staring at a wall it's the creepiest thing so i'm like you know he probably doesn't have a face so we we've been told it's been found archival footage has been found well back in the day he used to face towards you yeah he does have a face and our friend greg from pirates of the polynesian shout out to him also greg and Corey. Both, they're a duo for Pirates of the Polynesian. They have their own YouTube channel. So go check them out. Same name, Pirates of the Polynesian. Just had to give him a nice plug. But he he tagged us and sent us this photo of what he looked like back in like the early 90s before he was turned around. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it's so much worse with him having a face. It's so much worse having a face. Uh, I promptly said, this is the kind of doll face that sits in like this is this is like a horror villain this is kind of like the chucky doll that's sitting in the in the in the attic trying to trying to get you i was like this is so much worse please (laughs) please please i want to go back to when he didn't have a face that was now i just picture his face slowly melting off over time because it's hard to find an exact reason why disney turned him around i don't know when they did it i would have to do some research to find all that out but they said his face was disfigured. So I don't know what it looked like before they turned him around and they just never fixed it. There are some other reasons, too, people claim being why they turned him. But my gosh, if his face was disfigured, I'm like, he. I mean, if he does still have a face. It's so much it's worse. It's probably 
looks really creepy or maybe doesn't look like a face. So I'll still almost uh, I would say I'm still right. And maybe he doesn't have one because yeah. it's to the point where it's creepy as I'll it's get really out creepy. where it doesn't look like a human. That's what I'm envisioning. It's very creepy. OK, <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> now, we'll just we're going to go very very briefly over our trip just a few couple highlights we aren't going to this is not a trip recap episode we are continuing the music battle today so i think what we've decided we do actually have i don't know why we're surprised we think we probably won't have a lot to talk about after our trip but there's always plenty to mention so we're gonna do a special patreon bonus episode i'll go more into what happened during our trip fun things stories all of that and more details on the actual race. Maybe like what to expect, how it went for us, all yeah, that good stuff. That so that'll seems... be Patreon. You can go find that over there if you're interested. Patreon.com slash make a magical pod. But in uh, in this world, yeah, it was a good trip. It was. We had a ton of fun. Uh, we drove down last Thursday, did the expo for the run, Friday was our first day in the parks, and oh my gosh, I have not seen Disneyland like that empty, and I don't even know how long, so it was a perfect day for us. It was short-lived, though, because Saturday was packed to the (laughs) Yeah, everybody had arrived for the run by then, so good thing we had Friday, because Saturday we could take it a bit easier. So Clayton, you did... I did the Dumbo Double Dare, which which means Saturday. Saturday you run the 10K... And then Sunday, you run the half. Uh, I set a pretty good time in the 10K. I was 16th in my age bracket. I was very proud of you. Uh, so Still I very it. proud of but you. Considering the lack of training that we did for this run overall, I was pleasantly surprised with I was, uh, both my times. Yeah, I was kind of shocked with how well we did. <laughs> training training got, a weird, it got a bit weird towards the end of the year. And then it was kind of like Emily got like very a little inconsistent, sick. Yeah. And then just stuff was going on, of course. And then, yeah, then it was like, oh, look, we have to go like, actually uh-oh. run the race. <laughs> uh, fun, fun times. But uh, I, I, I've, I felt pretty good on the 10K. I uh, felt I had a pretty good time overall. So then Saturday was just kind of take it easy because we were going to be doing the half the next day. Well, and each day for the run, the races start at 5 a.m. Yeah, you got to get so up early. Saturday, we were both up at like 3.30 a.m. Yeah. Same thing with Sunday. So Saturday was kind of just, okay, we'll go a little bit slower. It's okay if we don't get on a lot. We more just enjoyed the atmosphere of Disneyland, which... I'm totally fine with. I just like being there. Pretty much how we go. And then yeah, Sunday I did the half marathon and Emily I ran a, the whole thing. Emily I was had a really surprised. Time. Emily had a fantastic time. She needs to take a lot of pride in her time. <laughs> so she did it in two hours twenty eight minutes. That's a just fantastic time. I'm really happy. You should be very happy <laughs> with the actual training. You should be able to get that that down uh, pretty close. And if you pick the right bathroom, that uh, that eliminates four minutes. You were telling me. Yeah, in the park, the, I had to wait in line in the, uh, <laughs> well, the bathroom. So uh, Disney park, run Disney pa- parks. park bathrooms. Oh my gosh, my brain is frazzled. So <laughs> Disney, obviously, if you run, you know that uh, nature can strike at any moment. And uh, run Disney, they you know they have porta potties out, of course, but the big ticket is people will maybe try to wait and try to actually use a real bathroom in the parks. So much nicer. And as soon as you get into the parks, people are beelining to like restrooms. So 
in in the in the race uh, maps that we had, we went into California Adventure and we ran through Hollywoodland. So people were beelining towards that back bathroom in Hollywoodland. People were beelining towards the one that's up next to Off the Page. And then, you know, Avengers, people just sprint off for all the bathrooms, left, right, and center to try to use a park bathroom. But, uh, yeah, so if you uh, if you eliminate the, if you wait, if you wait longer, if you can wait longer, you can use a later bathroom in the course. You won't have to wait four minutes to use the bathroom. <laughs> very true. Uh, but, yeah, tons of fun. I'm yeah. really glad we did it. I'm very proud of us both completing it. And, like, afterwards, we were so pumped. I got myself a, a Mickey Disneyland sweatshirt. Emily was very, oh, Emily was very happy about this. You see this sweatshirt everywhere in the parks these days. It's Everyone the regular ever, for people who aren't yeah. watching. It's the like classic Mickey pose with the Disneyland word underneath it. I guess <laughs> Disneyland you could say Disneyland word. And, Disneyland branding. Uh, yeah, you see this everywhere. So I've joined the 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 cool kids club. Mm-hmm. But I think that's enough. We'll keep the rest of all this. All our thoughts. We have thoughts on uh, certain Disneyland tidings and we'll get all that uh, on Patreon. So if you're interested, go join us over there. Genie plus rants. We do have <laughs> we do have one other uh, Disneyland thing, though, before we get before we uh, leave this topic. We were we we're coming back into Disneyland. I think we went to like downtown Disney for a little bit on Saturday and we're coming back into the parks and the train had pulled up. <laughs> and someone was on the train and they were like aggressively waving and we me and emily again as as everyone who listens to the show probably knows are um terrible at picking up social cues i'm like i think he's i think he's waving at us and i was like why would someone be waving at us i'm like i don't know so i waved back and then I waved again, again at him. And then we got a we got a message well, about because he was like staring was, right like, at us. So you were waving back. I'm like, well, okay, at least you're you're waving back. And I was kind of focusing on something else. But he was staring at us and aggressively waving, like he really wanted us to wave back at him. So you were like waving to the last second as we're crossing underneath the br- or the, yeah, tunnel the tunnel underneath the railroad. And then yeah, I immediately within probably ten seconds got a message on Instagram. <laughs> from clocky his account is sent from disneyland he also has his own podcast same name sent from disneyland he said that was me waving at you guys from the railroad <laughs> i was just cracking up because i don't know what clocky looks like i've talked to him before but he usually posts his his whole thing which is really cool and what his podcast is centered around he takes like old postcards vintage photos from disneyland and he'll kind of explain that moment in time what's going on in the picture to give you like a frame of reference for basically vintage Disneyland. So really cool. It's all about, you know, history, what was going on in the parks, but he posts that kind of stuff on Instagram. So I don't know what he looks like. So I wasn't aware that it was someone actually that knew us and recognized us and was trying to like, be like, hi, I had to do a <laughs> like, huh? I'm kind of the worst. I, I really don't know when people are trying to get our attention. <laughs> so very funny moment, really yeah. a very funny, Part we were cracking up though yeah. like Same. for maybe 10 or 15 minutes and we kept talking i'm like i can't believe that happened <laughs> sounds sounds about right for us we so wanna... shout out to clocky thank you for yeah. trying to get our thank attention you. even though we're oblivious <laughs> speaking of instagram we want to thank everyone who participated in our insta poll series this Absolutely. Past week. i am so happy that people got so into people that got really into that so we we did a instagram poll for the golden through silver age music battle 
to see what your opinions were in comparison with our opinions. Yes, our and opinions are not final. We knew that we wouldn't likely match up with what everybody else thinks because that's what's fun about Disney music. Everybody has a different opinion. And boy, from those polls, it really yeah. proved that everybody has a different opinion on what their favorites are. So the Instagram winners are a wish is a dream your heart makes. <laughs> um, Hey, Clay, yeah. why would you write it that way? That's not the song title. A dream is a wish your heart makes. Clay oh. wrote, wish is a dream your heart makes. Sorry, Again, was, we're tired. I was multitasking also <laughs> to get where this ready. When you wish upon a star, bippity boppity boo, and the bare necessities, which uh, is, yeah. It's a good of. lineup, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do this the same way that we're doing the main show. We're going to take these four, we'll save them. save them, and we'll throw them together, and we'll pick the best one from a from a general Instagram perspective yes, as well. Yes, all on Instagram stories. So it's almost like we have our battle going on the podcast and then you can have your own on Instagram and participate in your own way. Now... But yeah, let's do a reminder. What were our top four? Our top four were... Oh, a dream is a wish your heart makes. <laughs> you had to stop and think about that, I noticed. When you wish upon a star... I should probably just look this up instead of trying to remember it, huh? I'm, that's what I thought you were doing. <laughs> I, I was going to the other thing. Uh, okay. Uh, someday my prince will come. A dream is a wish your heart makes. When you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. Do you oh. say when you can fly? No, you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> and when you wish upon a star. So those were our four. Pretty close. We have two that are the same. 50%. So I, th I think that's passing. Seems seems fine in this case. <laughs> so yeah, that that will uh, we'll put all that together at the end when we get closer but it's going to take a little bit of time because after this episode, we're going to take a break from this. Uh, we have a special Patreon topic request. Uh, so again, if you're on Patreon every, not every month, but when we can definitely when fit time it in, allows. When we definitely can fit it in. Uh, we rotate through all our Patreon members to let them request their topic of their choosing. The last one that we had, I think, was for Christiana, mm -hmm. where we covered Disneyland transitions. And boy, which has, that's, that's had a lasting joke for us in the park now. Which now, basically, every time Emily's in the park, <laughs> she says this whenever we go through a transition. Transition. In that exact same tone. Before, transition. Before we do it, notice, notice this detail. So when we're walking through Fantasyland and entering into Frontierland, I'm like, hey, Clayton, now look to your left. Do you, left, do you notice the detail of how the bathroom changes yeah. from the women's to the men's and the texture on the building it's almost like a nice fantasy kind of element and it goes into the rough and rugged frontier elements yeah. <laughs> and then we step into the transition point i just go transition yeah. so <laughs> so that's hot legs for us at least yeah so <laughs> next week we are covering germal uh big thunder mountain yeah. Uh, so our next uh, request comes from David, the uh, at the Dis at Disney the Disney <laughs> at the Disney aficionado. I like how you always decide to if you don't look it up ahead of time. You look at me with eh, a question mark on your face. We'll fix it in post. The, it has a the. Yeah, we'll fix it in post, even though that's going to be pretty difficult. So he wanted a. Uh, a can you say it again? Because you can't sorry. fix that in post if you never correct it. I, I was joking. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're going to keep it. That's okay. the fixing and post joke is uh, every editor's in my Say case. Say the name again, though. <laughs> but yes. So David at the Disney aficionado. There you go. <laughs> he wanted a 
history of Big Thunder Mountain? Yes. Is that his favorite ride? That is his favorite. So good choice. That had been on my list. I'm like, hey, let's do it. He said, I don't know if this is going to be too much, so let me know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll figure it out. And yeah, there's a whole lot because <laughs> we can't cover everything. So this will be focused on mainly just the history of how it was built and what we have today, like internationally as well, the different versions around the world. There's a whole lot more I have. I think I saved all of the notes I took for this deep dive and there's like 20 pages of extra notes. So we're going to we're going to put those in a little shelf, you know, tuck it away <laughs> and you save it for the future because we have a, we need to get back to the music battle and everything. That's, we are, that's good that you exhausted all that. So you have that. You don't have to go. Yeah, back. I have research. that in my back pocket when, yeah. you know, we just need something to cover. Yeah. Like we'll ever need just need something. So to there cover. will be more of this will not be the end of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. But you have that to look forward to next week. I cannot wait. This is a story. It has everything, Clayton, everything you could ever want. It's got betrayal. It's got intrigue. Extinct it's got attractions. It's got. A Disney mountain. It's got Imagineers. It's got drama. It's got it all. Literally, it it's does. got it all. So it is quite an interesting story. I know parts of it. Parks are involved. Multiple parks are involved. All kinds of things. Oh, yeah. Lots of fun. So we'll uh, I think that will be a two parter, as uh, Emily just uh, mentioned. And then <laughs> it might be three parts. Well, we we'll are see, we've only we'll scheduled see. two parts. I know, I know. Um, There's a lot though. <laughs> well, we need to get into because uh, then we'll have to come back to the music battle. So we'll do uh, the revival era and the dark ages. Maybe switch that so we can end on the revival, yeah. not the dark ages. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> order should be determined. And then we will do our grand finale. Yeah, where the top four from every era comes to play. And that will that will be episode 97, which is uh, very scary. Oh, wow, we're getting close to 100. Yeah. Huh, I wonder what we're going to do for episode 100. Yeah, so many, so Hopefully many, we have an idea in mind. There's only so many ways to know. Uh, I think that's it for mousekeeping. Only other thing I'll say is if you're not already following on Instagram, like we've mentioned... We're doing tons of fun stuff on stories. The weeks we're doing the music battle for the podcast where you get a vote and take part in the own, uh, I guess, fan, listener, follower, music battle. So you can see which one you can have a say of your own, what you think is the best. So tons of fun over there. Go follow us at Make a Magical Pod. But with all that said, let's get into today's. So what would Walt do? I have today I have a quote from Alan Menken. Who is, is that, he, Clayton? Does that name sound familiar, Emily? So Alan, Alan is a uh, Alan Menken. He's kind of the architect of the Disney, Disney Renaissance songs. Absolutely. Because he a, took part in the very start of it, The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Any musical form that has been around long enough to have cultural resonance beyond just being a cutting edge kind of communication, but especially when it begins to reflect on a time and reflect on a culture is effective in a musical. And that seemed very poignant today because we're doing literally that we're, we're debating. <laughs> That's literally the, what we're doing. We're debating the resonance of these songs in pop culture. And this is a stacked list of songs. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, talk considering about, uh, we're doing only one era today that shows how many songs we have picked. There are not every single song. Just a reminder made the cut. There are some other ones that maybe got no uh, scores. left in the dust. We we did a preemptive cut. Yes, but all the ones in here, it's only from the Disney Renaissance. And this is my childhood. So I'm very fond of this era of Disney. Just a great time for music, a great time for Disney song or Disney films. 
just such a memorable time for the company. So 45 songs are going to enter. And only four technically can uh, can move on. So starting off in round one. You'll be in my heart versus the bell reprise or is it reprise? I still don't know. <laughs> one of two. <laughs> Reprise is a uh, is a commonly recurring uh, thing that they do. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an addendum to the song, right? It's like a sure. second act. Like of they the song. do that in Little Mermaid with part yeah. of your world. So we put Bell Reprise because uh, oh my gosh, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's a minute long, but it's just it's, it's the- so short, but it's a moment that sticks in my mind. The way the music swells, oh, it's so. She's good. out there looking over the valley so that shows how good it is for it to make the cut for this music battle however unfortunately it lost yeah so you'll be in my heart tarzan such a heartfelt song oh so good but we had to just keep it it's longer i i do think it holds up to bell and yeah bell i think it just it's too short for it to beat you'll be in my heart okay moving on one last hope up against true to your heart you want to explain what you probably should say for what movies they're from what if i'm blanking on both of them (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i think we're proving i need to hold the bracket do you want the bracket do you want the bracket i can give you the bracket i like testing you one last hope is from hercules (laughs) uh going up against your heart is from mulan i'll save us time thank you (laughs) True to your heart. This is one. Oh, that one is last hope end- is the Phil song. Yes, I don't know. Uh, see, I got there. Blinked off that one. First off, the Phil I'm training the, I'm, montage. Song. I'm not the lexicon of Disney knowledge. You are. Well, you should be I'm, considering. <gasps> I'm oh, here, I'm going to mention this now. I'm here for good looks and fun. Clean. L- funny funds. comments. Funny comments. <laughs> well, considering you've again amped up your level of disney adult status yesterday we got home from our disneyland trip we were maybe home five hours clean looks at me we're sitting on the couch and says you know what i can't Uh, wait until we get to go back to disneyland hey i can't (laughs) i can't wait until we get to go back to disneyland again so i can film more stuff on my camera okay I said, let's take an addendum. Usually I'm the person that has to say this. Clayton, I already miss it. Or I can't wait until we get to go back again. But no, you beat me to the punch this time. Okay, let's take a break and let's 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 go through the entire. Let's go through the entire explanation of why I said this. One, we were in the hotel room getting ready to go to the parks on Saturday. And I found which unfortunately the moment Instagram did something, I lost it. But I found a very beautiful reel that put Disneyland in a very special and nice light. One that I want to basically do the same thing with. It's a horizontal one. So of course, you know, probably only 10 people saw it, but I, uh, I was watching that and then I was like, okay, it got me really motivated to go do that again. And then I was literally watching like a YouTube video on (laughs) filmmaking and Emily and I was like, I can't wait to go try that again. And Emily's like, sure, but Disney you, you can film other things. You don't honestly have to go back to Disneyland. But no, you're like, yeah. I can't wait to be back in I'll, my favorite place I'll on film Earth. My, my oh, you don't have a retort on that? I'll film my backbreaking Clean. life as a desk jockey. But what? What? I don't know. What else am I going to film? OK, but <laughs> you just want to go back to Disneyland. You so love it. There Clayton. was a there was you're, a reason you heart it. I don't know. It's it's. <laughs> all right let's let's move on so one last hope uh we picked one last training hope. montage training montage phil 
It's a training montage. True to your heart. I, I mean, uh, okay, any wait, song wait. where Danny DeVito is singing is a definite win. True to your heart oh, <laughs> is sorry. the song that gets forgotten about in Mulan because it is an after. Oh, this is the it's after like the credits film scene. credits song, but it's yeah. really good. It has been used on like. Okay, this will show. I grew up listening to Disney Mania, so this is when like Disney Channel stars would do covers of all the songs. This was on there. Like they Disney recognizes it. This is the song for Mulan. It's really good. But yeah, when you're comparing it to something like as iconic as Danny DeVito, yeah, singing, it's it doesn't compare. Moving on. At least for us. Again, I'm also gonna say if it compares for you, apologies. That does not doesn't mean you're wrong. I just want to say that again. I don't want to hurt feelings. <laughs> zero to hero going up against steady as the steady as the beating drum. So zero to hero. I know that one's from Ooh, Hercules. So and good. steady as the beating drum. I also know that one's from Pocahontas. Correct. See, these were like, you know, actual songs that make a lot of sense and where they're from. Not. You know, what? Not, don't they, make up excuses on not, why you don't know. Not as confusing what. <laughs> as the last one. Uh, OK, we picked zero to hero on this one. Uh, this is pretty. This is it, the, this is a bop. This is <laughs> no arguments. It's a bop with Hercules. Anything that has the 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 gospel, the muses, the muses, because they sing the gospel truth, but they're the muses. Excuse me. Anything that has the muses is just like that. They that was such a good decision with oh, the the music in Hercules. Genius. High energy. So such a catchy steady, song. Steady as the beating drum is is good it's just a slower song yeah. it's a slower more pensive song i think from pocahontas's perspective and it's so very, we went like soothing we and went with zero to hero because yeah. it's a as emily and the kids like to say a bop <laughs> i might be in my 30s but i'm still hip clayton <laughs> uh, hip with the uh, air quotes hey uh, take offense Our okay, next what do we battle, have next i just can't wait to be king from the lion king mm-hmm. you and i know that one Going up against another Hercules song, Go the Distance. Oh. And this was one I immediately knew go would the be the distance. winner. I showed you who sings Go the Distance. You're I like, was shocked. What? And I was like, yeah, that's a, you. So look him up. I, of course, just now. Roger Bart. Roger Bart, excuse me. <laughs> Ow. He's got a lovely voice. Oh, beautiful you, song. This made my Disney running playlist, by the way. Oh, Emily was talking about her Disney running playlist. Uh, she said she perfectly lined up the song somehow yeah. for when she was in the parks. So it made me like all these signs were happening while I was running. I'm like, I got to keep going. It all worked perfectly. I guess I'll talk more about that okay, in a run well, Disney episode. Maybe we should actually finish about what the actual yeah. battle was out there. <laughs> so go the distance. Go the distance. It progressed. Oh, yeah. You didn't. <laughs> wow, man, I'm all over. Get the place. it together, man. I, so I just can't wait to be. Sorry, there was there's there's okay. <laughs> no there's excuses. Just, there's just so many words on the screen here. So yes, I just can't wait to be king. Going up against go the distance. Go the distance. I just, I just can't wait to be king. It's One. very catchy. It's it's a good song. It has a lot of great visuals too. Yeah. Very colorful. But, but I think uh, go the distance is a much. Go more. the distance is uh has a bit more meaning to yeah. it. It's what it, it's actually made my top ten list for our That's Disney right. Renaissance. That's right there. That's correct. Uh, Disney Renaissance favorites. And it was also a long time in ago. Wondrous Journeys. Correct. Very of course, powerful. Of course, I can't wait to be king. Is in Phil Her Magic. True. So, <laughs> see, I know, I know Disney, I know Disney stuff. Moving on. Out there. Oh my gosh. From Hercules. No, no, not from Hercules. Wow, I got Herc on the brain. Out there oh, from 
hunchback of Notre Dame. I really Dame. hope one of our listeners out there is like keeping tabs on every time you mess up. <laughs> well, they're gonna they're gonna have to get a new you said pencil. That really confidently hopefully, too. Hopefully, this is from Hercules. Hopefully, they're they got a pencil sharpener or they're doing this in pen because it's gonna get really dull. It's soon. gonna get really long. Out there from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Up there, against, we, there we go. Up against Kiss the Girl from The Little Mermaid. Mm. now i could say this is a this is a pretty close this one. is a good one it just depends who you are i know a lot of people really love kiss the girl including myself great moment from the film but i have a big soft spot for out there it starts really slow and it's really sad how it all starts with quasimodo Liter- literally everything in the hunchback and the is sad it's a depressing movie but it is fantastic because it's not like any other disney film they actually took like a ton of risks with what they were doing but it starts really sad and starts building up to this grand moment where quasimodo actually gets his moment to shine so i immediately knew out there has to progress it it's my favorite. It's, it, it's it just so has good. more. Again, it has a lot more meaning to me. It's a very powerful moment because uh, the girl's beautiful out there. Wonders journeys. Very true. Quasimodo got a moment to shine. He's hanging from the castle. Of course, kiss the girls in a Disney ride. It's very true. <laughs> I can say Do you that. have anything to add on why you chose that over kiss the girl? I. I it's just a better song. Than kiss the girl. <laughs> it's just better. It's just better. <laughs> Hakuna Matata going up against part of your world. So this one is uh, Hakuna Matata, obviously, from The Lion King. Hakuna Matata. Hopefully no one can hear a cat yowling in the yeah, background. Wow. I don't think he likes that our door is shut. Oliver, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Hakuna Matata from The Lion King going up against part of your world from Little Ooh. Mermaid. I have to go with Part of Your World. Part of Your World, for sure. That is my favorite song from The Little Mermaid. Akuna Matata, it's good. It's catchy. Part of Your World, it packs a bigger punch. I I actually feel things when I'm listening to it. Akuna Matata, you know, I'll be dancing to it. But a lot of the times when I'm thinking of a song that's better, it's when it can actually, like, have an impact on my soul, Clayton. Mm. My very being. No. Yeah, no, no, that's a good, that's a good way. Do you get, which one do you get? How do you, with? does it give you which the feels? Which one do you get Gizbumps with? Probably. Gizbumps? The Gizbumps. Part of your world. I would agree. Hands down. And the, I, oh yeah, just her whole number of going through all yeah. of her, you know, gadgets and gizmos. You know, any, it's great. any scene that can give you goosebumps is what are going to be the ones that are going to resonate more with True. you. That's why something like, um, the ride of the Rohirrim, the, the charge of the Rohirrim. How? In the return of the king. How? bringing Theoden lord speech. of the rings into this again into the woodwinds oh, goosebumps. i'm getting God. goosebumps just thinking about it i'm not <laughs> i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it hey i know what is something you actually forgot to that is like you're part of the podcast and you neglected to oh bring my up. goodness did you I not forgot. have something for comic book corner Emily, i'm still dazed this made me think because you're in you know nerdum of I lord just, of the I just, rings currently. I, just, I just got a little i'll burn it i'll burn it on the lord of the rings reference all right that. that's your comic book corner <laughs> like anything anything that gives you goosebumps like that that's been True. around for 20 years and you kind of wish that you could go back and see it for the first time like they can pluck those memories out yeah that, i think that would be the, here's my other argument for that's, why that's this argument yes. for part of the world part of your world yeah. it's Ariel's big number it's like her, her i number. want song and then and then it's followed up with that because it's, it's it's that's actually in the reprise right where she's on the rock correct but yes. there's the scene where the sun is uh the uh back shadowing her mm-hmm. so that's an iconic moment i mean uh, i 
also love the part where she's swimming up to the very top yeah. of her little grotto and you just like she's flipping up. Right. It's great. Visual that sticks with you. Okay. We have a we have a slightly contentious one next. Uh oh. Are people going to riot? Well, (laughs) no, I don't think people will riot. I don't think people will riot. I will be upset that we chose this one over the other one. Okay, what is it? Lay it on me. So Heaven's Light slash Hellfire. Oh, Hunchback. Okay. Going up against Poor Unfortunate Souls from The Little Mermaid. Ooh. So these are two villain songs. Two fantastic villain songs. Uh, Obviously, Ursula's big number. Um, that's very iconic. Hellfire, I think, is it made my top ten of the Disney Renaissance songs. I think is just from a visual perspective and a commentary perspective and what they do with that song, and it's just so much better. But then, but, why didn't you pick? It? Well, we talked about it from a grand scheme of things. Generally, poor unfortunate souls is celebrated more. It's had a much bigger impact it has had overall a much on like pop culture. Larger impact on pop culture. And so I put my unbiased podcaster hat on and we picked poor unfortunate souls. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one. They're both really good. It's just, uh, yeah, again, we are a lot of the time with these songs. It's which one has had a much bigger lasting legacy. Hellfire is really experimental. It's like Hunchback isn't just like celebrated the way it probably kind of maybe deserves. Yeah. And as a result, you know. However, I mean, out there, it's progressed. So that one mm-hmm. at least has made it further. Yeah, no, I mean, that's probably it's the just, biggest. It's, it's really tough with Hellfire because that portion of the song is shorter also. Yeah. It's a shorter moment where Poor Unfortunate Souls, it's this huge it's a number, number, a lot of colors, big moment. Okay. Honor. And, oh, here's another really good way to fight these two songs out. Poor Unfortunate Souls does a really great way of progressing the story. It's a huge moment pushing the plot further. Hellfire is kind of just talking about his inner conflicts. Uh, yeah, and that's a huge... I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying for... That's a huge direction of the movie. Do you not agree with no, what I'm saying? I agree. I'm just... <laughs> Jeez. I'm just I'm just, I'm just bitter. I'm not bashing Hellfire. I'm just trying to think of more reasons because so those are really tough to compare for myself. I love Hunchback music. I love the risk they took with Hunchback and Notre Dame. I really do. Underrated. Underrated. We'll say it now. Yeah. Moving on. Honor to us all from Mulan. You seem like you're asking for my approval if you're right on that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Going up against I Won't Say I'm In Love. Oh. This is Megara's big number from Yeah, it is. Yeah, get it, Hercules. girl. <laughs> get it, girl. Get it, girl. <laughs> or the, what's this? The, 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 whatever. Uh, so we picked I Won't Say I'm In Love. So that's just, uh, oh. it's a, just a phenomenal, phenomenal song. number. Oh, so good. Honor to us all is, that's the, they're getting Mulan ready to go uh, yeah. meet the matchmaker. Yeah, that's right. It's also good. Again, we're going to say this for everything. All of these are good songs. By no means do we put any on this list that we do not love. So let's make that clear. Just I won't say I'm in love. Much more memorable. A girl worth fighting for also from Mulan. Mm-hmm. Correct. Good job. Uh, going up against Be Prepared. Oh, man. Jeremy Irons. You want to talk about iconic villain songs there you go you know i've always thought that because his name is jeremy irons and uh his his voice has a very iron sounding sound to it the voice of iron yeah 
I mean, I, I love Jeremy Irons. I think he's a fantastic actor. Do you know he used to be the narrator for Spaceship Earth? Oh, man. <laughs> You're like, I want to experience that. I want to experience that. That'd Oscar, be cool. and tell me what's going okay, on this uh, big golf ball. So we, we went with Be Prepared. Yeah. Uh, this is an underrated song from The Lion King. It is, uh, as Emily and the kids like to say, probably a bop or something. Banger. This banger. one's a banger. So <laughs> <laughs> this one sends chills down me. Very powerful. Okay. You have nothing else to say about it? Um, no, I think you've covered packs it pretty well. Packs a big well. punch. It packs a big punch. It's got great visuals. They're in the hyena pit or whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. They have the, the vents going off left and right. So uh, I think it's, it's a just... be- beautifully animated. Man, look at every, like, pause it. Look at every single moment from that. Oh, great, great moment. Arabian Nights from Aladdin going up against A Star is Born from <laughs> well he get it right this time from hercules good job that's the final yeah. song in the yeah. movie <laughs> oh man and hercules got real, a lot of first okay, round so we scene. Got that's weird. an aladdin song the opening number yeah. and we got the closing number for hercules arabian nights both good i'd say this is um this is a close it's one. an interesting matchup but a star is born star is born is what we went with yeah it's just a bit um, livelier, I would say. It sticks in my head more. Arabian Nights is slower, but it's a good intro to Aladdin and what you're in for. Less Star is Born. It's just, it's one I gravitate towards more. Moving on. Something There from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. I like how you Every time you probably bring up Beauty and the Beast, by the way, I'm going to warn everyone, I might have that reaction. Towards Beauty and the Beast. It's, oh, it's the best. Nobody trying to argue that with me. <laughs> okay so good so something there from beauty and the beast this is the song where uh it's like an internal song they're not actually physically singing right but it's when they're it's towards the winter this is like where uh bell's enchanted christmas kicks off basically (laughs) wow you're like a expert on disney direct to movie sequels unfortunately (laughs) had the unfortunate or direct to video i've unfortunately had to see that movie twice Unfortunately, you, you had and, the honor because you and your sister have forced it down my throat twice. Uh, great, great to video. Don't great to video. Sequel. Don't wine glasses. Sorry. So good. Yeah. Watch, don't care what anyone watch, says. It's great. Watch Bell's Enchanted Christmas and you'll understand why I have that those feelings. But something no, there, they won't. <laughs> something there from Beauty and the Beast against Prince Ali from Aladdin. Prince By the Ali. way, we saw Aladdin in his Prince Ali outfit. That we was did awesome. see Aladdin in his. We, we we saw a lot of characters out. We had a very fun Peter Pan interaction. He scared the bejeebus out of us. <laughs> yeah, I guess that we'll save that. We'll save that. Keep that the for, going for Patreon. But um, we went with something there. Something there. This is kind of like my comparison with um, my poor unfortunate souls one. It's a plot driver and move. It's a big moment in the movie that propels it forward. It's like their whole sequence of them falling for each other. Yeah. Prince Elite. It's a great number. Super catchy. Uh, grand visuals yeah, like of them when, entering in the yeah. parade. It's so much fun. But it just it doesn't have that. I, I feel something when I'm listening to something there or I don't quite get that with Prince Ali. It's just a fun song. I agree with all those statements. Moving on. Reflection. This is from Mulan. This is Mulan's big number. Great one. Great one. Uh, She had the unfortunate circumstance of going up against Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Just. uh, 
reflection i i so because mulan is really underrated it does not get a lot of representation so it hurts me not to propel reflection forward and let it go further in the fight but bell is just it's one of those songs that is just beautifully written such a great part of the movie yeah I, i don't really have anything else to say i just like bell a lot more and our final round one battle here son of man tarzan or as a Caitlin son from, of a man from Market House podcast likes to call it son of a man, son of a man, <laughs> technically mean, true on both counts. <laughs> true, true. He is technically the son of a man, not so. son of a gorilla. He's son of a man. <laughs> son so that's of a man. A that very could, valid you know how point. Buddy the Elf has his uh like G-rated uh, curse of like yeah. son of a nutcracker. Yeah. This is Disney version. Son of a man. Son of a man. <laughs> but uh, this one is going up against Colors of the Wind. Ooh sorry caitlin i can't put your son of a man forward yeah we colors picked- of the wind again i feel oh full body chills as soon as colors of the wind we, starts we were- i love this song like with every fiber of me it is so emily- so good emily we were watching this one and emily just like Every decision they made with this song is like <laughs> tremendous. We'll just wait till they get to then they get to the pastel part. She's like, I'm like, just look. She's like, just look at this. Look at this beauty. I couldn't even put a, sen- a sentence together. She's like, yeah. just, just look at the color. Oh, I just can't. I can't believe this. Oh, this is so good. Just look at the pastels and the visuals and the music. Oh, it's just so good. <laughs> That's me every time I listen to this song. Okay. <laughs> and I think this was your number two song during the. From, or was it two um, or for my three? top 10 yeah, top renaissance 10? songs it was really high up yeah, there. i thought it was like number because i put it lower and you're like like uh, what is wrong with or you it was like not even on my list and you're like wrong okay moving on you want to talk about songs that still have relevance look at colors of the wind yeah round two our number one seed i'll make a man out of you from mulan this is a uh, has gained a lot of popularity yeah. within probably the last ten years. They put this in everything though. Again, going up against "You'll Be in My Heart" from Tarzan. So we picked. Oh, this is a, an interesting matchup. So we ultimately picked "I'll Make a Man Out of You." Yeah. This is probably one that might. I have a feeling when our Instagram. My, this one will. This one will be close because "You'll Be, be My Heart" one. is a very touching it song. Just, it depends. I also think if you're a parent, you're yeah. going to choose "You'll Be in My Heart." Yeah. But ultimately, just I think we liked. I mean, what "I'll Make a Man Out of You" does more, I guess. And I would also say the part of the movie, the visuals that go with this song. Yeah. There's there's a lot more. It's a longer moment. I mean, it, yeah. "You'll Be in My Heart" is really sweet and touching. It's short, though, in the movie, and not a lot happens. So I'm kind of comparing the overall moment in the movie that the song is also associated with. Okay, So sorry, Tarzan. This one is a brutal matchup. (laughs) Oh, no. Be our guest. You would think in any any battle, you think be our guest clearly is going to pass. This is the one I was really upset about. (laughs) You would think in any battle, be our guest would pass on. But it goes up against Beauty and the Beast. That's not fair. I said when we got to this one, hey, I said, can we please reshuffle this? Blame blame, blame the shuffler. So Beauty and the Beast, these are the top two songs from Beauty and the Beast. Yes, man. What the heck? These are the top two songs (laughs) from Beauty and the Beast. The shuffler is always rigged, Emily. So their top two songs from from Beauty and the Beast. So Be Our Guest is the big dinner number. Lots of high school, high high school, high score visuals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh we're, lo- we're losing steam. Yeah. Going up against Beauty and the Beast, which is oh. Beauty and the Beast. 
do, do I have to say more? It's Beauty and the Beast. Title of the movie. Okay. Beauty and the Beast is cr- progressing, obviously. Yes. For us. Maybe not for others, but for me, that'll be an that's interesting, my favorite. That'll definitely be an oh. interesting. Well, I guess we, we're going to. Oh, that one will actually literally be something that they'll have to vote on because they those both were already. They started in round two. Neither one of these songs were in round one. Yeah. So they will have to. That will be an interesting vote. Strangers Like Me from Tarzan going up against One Last Hope from mm, Mr. Danny DeVito himself from yeah oh that's right I should have known that <laughs> we already went through why this. have I forgotten that movie twice I don't know okay we picked Strangers Like Me because I can listen to that song Ooh. on repeat Phil Collins hit out of the park with Tarzan even like catching a breath like that song is so good it is I will I listen to that song on repeat I know you do I, I had my year in review came up <laughs> and I was listening to it and on I, Apple pot or and, uh, Apple music yeah, and Emily was in the car with me and there was a, a couple week segment there where we were doing the brother, the brother bear deep dive. And I was listening to a lot of Phil Collins and then <laughs> <laughs> all them, all of them popped up at one time and Emily just gave me this very coy look. I'm not surprised this on your top lessons for the year. <laughs> okay. Friend like me from Aladdin. Up against Zero to Hero Ooh. from Hercules. It's actually kind of, um, this is a good, it's a, it's a good, good one. matchup. It's tough, but I think. Both extremely high energy I songs. just think with what able what Robin Williams is able to achieve in Friend Like Me and then the visuals associated with that. I'm sure he basically could just, they're like, okay, do whatever you want. Ad lib the entire song and the animators probably had a blast animating this scene. Oh, you can tell. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Friend yeah, Like Me. Yeah. Friend on. Like Me, it's going on. Just around the river bend from Pocahontas. Oh. Just around the river bend. Can we get a just around the river bend ride? Just around oh, the river bend. How great would that be, Clayton? Something, huh? Dun, 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 that's, that's how the song goes. That'd right? be great. Yeah, I'm trying. I would to th- like to see an alternate reality where Splash Mountain got changed into that. I'm just proving that I don't know like any lyrics to any songs, but I know the melody to all of them because I say <laughs> just. What's wait? What is up against? Go the distance. <laughs> oh no! And then we and then no. we promptly slam the door shut <laughs> on just really around excited. the river. <laughs> so go the distance yeah. again, Roger Bart. And it, it packs a bigger moment. punch. Has it gets you in the feels a bit more. It has to progress for us. I also want to note. I forgot to mention this. How how much joy it brings me. I got a lot of responses to our Instagram stories. People saying like, "I'm so stressed out having to pick between these. This is so hard." I'm like, "Okay, good. I'm glad I'm not alone in this because having to choose and like kick some Disney songs to the curb it breaks my heart. So I'm glad other people feel the same way, and I'm not just like well, over dramatic when it comes to this. You're definitely gonna feel that in this next one. No, a whole new world. Oh. Yeah, and it's going up against your favorite Hunchback song out there. No, that's no, not not up against my Quasimodo. So a whole new world is going to progress in our decisions. It's going to soar over Quasimodo. And I think that if this happens in the Instagram poll, it will also pass. Whole new world is just such such an iconic moment from Aladdin. I mean, who doesn't want to go on a magic carpet ride with Aladdin? Clean. Exactly. <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight from The Lion King? Can you feel the love tonight? Dun, 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 dun. Keep it going. Dun, 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 <laughs> no, I want words. 
Okay, what was it up against? Uh, it's going up against Part of Your World. Oh, from Little Mermaid. Okay. I think uh, Part of Your World. Part of Your World is uh, still gonna sl- pass. It's a Disney princess iconic song versus a song of uh, about two lions falling in love. I think that's still sweet. I know, but it's not part of your world. <laughs> it just it isn't it isn't part of your world. Doesn't compare for us. Next, we have a song from Pocahontas, "Savages." Savages, savages. Very, Something very, like very catchy. Uh, going up against "Poor Unfortunate Souls" from Little Ooh. Mermaid. So I think this I think uh, "Savages" is a uh, poor unfortunate uh, soul this round because <laughs> it's getting kicked out. <laughs> yes, I don't think we have to speak too much on that one. "Savages" no. is, is kind of just a it's a good song. It's you know it's catchy, but poor unfortunate souls much more iconic the mob song beauty and the beast i knew that <laughs> going up against i won't say i'm in love okay i don't think this needs much explanation again <laughs> you want to talk about which ones have more of a lasting yeah. legacy i won't I th- say I'm i in think love. uh that answers itself so i won't say i'm in love okay this one this one actually had m change her mind at one point oh wait what yeah you changed your mind on this one God help the outcasts. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, this is, I feel very similar. Last episode, I explained for Baby Mine. It's one that I'm just so drawn to and is very underrated, gets really forgotten about. I feel the same way about this one. This is Esmeralda's big song in the church. It's so beautiful. Very what moving. I, what I really, really love about Hunchback and Nostradam is they kept this ongoing theme about um kind of like what what is like good and yes good and evil yeah and like during this song all the people that are praying in the church she's praying for the outcasts and the, then you have all the other people i pray for wealth i pray for fame yeah and they did the same thing in hellfire because in hellfire he's saying all he's saying all these things of piety but in latin when the 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 latin that gets spoken right mm-hmm. after that is actually the truth and it's the direct opposite of what he's saying and so i really love how in hunchback they managed to do that through so many things and kind of show the 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 dichotomy of a lot of that's of, easy to get looked that. over in what is supposed to be a family picture yeah. as well it's it's got a it's it's the the back end uh, uh themes and conflicts oh, of the of that I movie are tremendous so much oh like makes me want to cry it's almost like animation is not just for kids and can be appreciated by all walks of life especially if you make good films hmm, almost like that clayton almost like that okay well what is this great, it's almost like it's great. just a medium that can be explored <laughs> okay this masterful song put up against uh the gospel truth from oh, hercules this is the opening number so i mean it's great. tough to beat the gospel truth because it's got uh Charlton, yes. Charlton Heston. Did you just zone out of this universe? I had to. I had to go back and figure out who. <laughs> it looked like you just went into a different dimension. <laughs> I got like zoinked out. So originally, you picked the gospel truth because you're like it's it's the muses through and through. But then, as we kept watching God Help the Outcast, you're like, no, nah, I'm picking I can't God Help pick the Outcast. That over God yeah. Help the Outcast, it does so much more in what it's trying to convey. Okay, one jump ahead from Aladdin. Okay, good one. Street rat. Mm-hmm. Still, I think he's rather tasty. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Oh, really? <laughs> Going up against Be Prepared. 
Ooh, be prepared. Be prepared. I immediately know. Okay. Do we want to give an explanation? Or is I don't. It just, I don't. I, this I is, mean, this is the word of your ghost host. This is the word of your ghost host. <laughs> I think on this one, be prepared is just so good. It is. Okay. Two worlds. One, one family. family. Some other words and some <laughs> other songs. I'm Phil Collins. Uh, <laughs> okay, what else do we have? Uh, going up against the Star is Born from Hercules. Ooh, oh, this was actually kind of a tough one, I remember. Yeah, but we then Phil Collins won in the end. We actually chose with him? Yeah, we took, we took yeah. Phil Collins in this case. It, it's, it's just more iconic. It's one I will gravitate towards listening to more. Yeah. It sticks out more in my mind. Yeah. Two worlds... Yeah, I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> I think we explained it good enough. And the appearance of a Lion King song, a certain Lion King song, The Circle oh, of Life. Oh, my gosh. Dun, 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 dun. Well, you're not going to be saying that in a second. Going up against something there from Beauty and the Beast. No, this isn't fair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. Reshuffle. So circle, Can we please just reshuffle? Circle of Life. We picked, <laughs> this was both of our top one songs from our uh, top uh, 10 songs of the renaissance so yeah. i think uh spoiler alert uh, uh circle of life uh just said that there's some it just said that something is not there <laughs> something is not there because it's not circle not of there. life <laughs> uh, we have a battle of the hunchback songs topsy-turvy okay this is like the carnival song festival of fools festival of fools song going up against the bells of notre dame which oh. which emily the first time i watched bells of notre dame it was like we're watching bells of i notre just dame. said we're watching watching notre dame and they do this this is the opener for for the movie hunchback yeah this is an opener for the movie <laughs> did you just forget the name of it and he you know for said he, movie <laughs> he belts out the bells of notre dame and i just like full-on electricity Here, all over the place i will die on this hill Two best openings of any Disney films, Hunchback of Notre Dame with Bells of Notre Dame and The Lion King with Circle of Life. Yeah. Man, do they know how to start a movie off right? Yeah. Just oh, full body chills on that one. If only there was. Do you remember the first time I made you watch Hunchback? I kept I was like really amping it up. I said, you just wait until yeah. you watch this. The music is phenomenal. Does not get talked about enough. It oh, you're it's like, so good. you appreciate movies. You'll like this movie. And, I and did you like did. It. Now I you're did like obsessed. It. I am. I am. Under the sea. Ooh, a little Sebastian action. Going up against Belle from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, nah. sorry, Sebastian. I guess Under the Sea is going to remain Under the it's Sea. It's going to say stay Under the Sea, not in this battle. In not our, today. In our final battle of round two, Gaston from Ooh. Beauty and the Beast going up against, Ooh. if you were paying attention, Pocahontas and Colors of the Wind. Oh, <laughs> Gaston, you may be good at a lot of things, <laughs> but you're not winning this one, Gaston, buddy. You better eat another two dozen eggs, buddy. No one wins battles like Gaston, except not this time because he really doesn't win it. He, he went 0-1 in his only appearance, so maybe <laughs> but Gaston's on all he cracks himself up to be. Okay, round three. I'll make a man out of you. Going up against Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Okay any thoughts um i mean it's beauty and the beast i didn't see angela I'll, lansbury i didn't see i'll make a man out of you winning any awards plus the scene caps 
It, no you know, comment. You just like. Yeah. Plus, you know, obviously, the, the it's like it's a tremendous moment of Disney animation. Oh, the Caps project it and looks with the, beautiful the, still. the they still manage to, you know, fun fact. Oh my gosh! Yes. Did you know that uh, Beauty and the Beast and Sleeping Beauty have some stuff in common? Oh, they do. Do yeah. they? Yeah. Um, do you want me to bury the lead on that one? Tell us. Tell us. Tell so us. So the, the dancing of the Beauty and the Beast is actually. Uh, Can you keep doing the dancing? <laughs> is uh, rotoscoped in from Sleeping Beauty. It's the same dance scene from the end of the movie Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. But it's at the end of Beauty and the Beast. It's at I the thought. end of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Not during Beauty and the Beast. The it just got me. It just got me. Okay. Thinking about it. You had a light bulb moment. I saw in your yeah. eyes. <laughs> this this is this is mine and Emily's Disney relationship. Oh, I will add this too. If a song has the ability to make me cry, I mean, not like that's super difficult to do. <laughs> as proven from this podcast and the many times I've cried on the show, <laughs> that is a song, Immediate Tears, right? You yeah. look at me and just my eyes are completely filled. Yeah. I'm definitely, I, I have the same reaction to the Ride of the Rohirrim from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Get that out of here. We're talking about Beauty and the Beast. Ah, oh, it's such a great moment in movie so, history. Oh, Beauty and the Beast is such a great <sighs> moment, though, Clayton. Just, just Clayton, get that out of here. Charging into stop, a stop taking away from Beauty and the Beast, but your Lord of the Rings stuff. Right now, Clayton, sorry, 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 sorry. You're sorry. taking away from sorry, the glory sorry, sorry. of this it'll great have, moment. It'll have its moment in the get sun. Get Lord still. of the Rings out of here. I'm done with it. No, you're never done with it because you're married to me. <laughs> Moving on. Stranger moving on from Lord of the Rings. Strangers please. like me, Tarzan, going up against friend like me. Oh, a lot of like me. A lot me. of like me in this, but again There's only one Robin there's Williams. There's only one Robin Williams. And, and that performance he puts on it's it's full full him front and center. You know a lot of this was improv. Oh yeah. It's it's that's a tough one to beat. For sure. For sure, for sure. How can you also it has its whole moment in World of Color, the original show. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Okay. Go the distance. Ooh. Oh no. I don't like the face you're making. Going up against a whole new world. Oh no. Oh no. No, this isn't fair. As oh. you can tell from Emily's tone, a whole new world is advancing. Oh, We're gonna sorry, see a whole Herc. new world into the next round. Yeah, this one's tough because a whole new world is just so much more celebrated, and it, it's the just so much scene more as well. Yeah. It, it's just, um, I think a a way we were trying to justify it during the time we were making these decisions. Mm-hmm. I can go the distance. It's a little bit slower to get into the big yeah. moment of the song that a lot of us remember. A whole new world is very consistent, like through and through. Yeah. Also paired with the visuals of them soaring above the skies. Yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. Okay, a little mermaid matchup. Herc cannot go the distance this time. Nope. Sorry, bud. His distance stops here. Little mermaid. He's gone the distance. <laughs> Battle of good and evil. Wait, what Her- was the song? Sorry, I'm still focusing on. I can't. Go I'm, the I'm, 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 I'm getting there. I haven't oh. even said that. I was bleeding <laughs> so, into I it. I was tuning you out. <laughs> we have a Little Mermaid matchup, a battle of good and evil. Part of your world. Ooh. Up against poor, unfortunate Ooh. souls. Which one do you pick? Are the you good or P's. evil? Uh, part of your world part is what we picked, world. just because it's Bell or <laughs> Ariel's. Wait, 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 what movie am which, I in? Which princess what, are we talking who? about? <laughs> Ariel's number, big yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I won't say I'm in love. Okay, Meg. Going up against another femme. Ooh. 
God Help the Outcast from Hunchback. Oh, oh no. I think this, oh. You remember which one you picked now? Yeah, I remember. Oh, no. So I won't, we picked I Won't Say I'm in Love just because with the Gospels and everything going on in that song, it progresses a little bit more, the story, too. I'm also putting in the legacy this one has had. It's, yeah. it's had a much bigger impact on people overall. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Esmeralda. I still love you. Be prepared. Oof. Okay. I'm not sure if he was prepared because he's going Uh-oh. to go up against two worlds, one family. Oh. Yeah. This is a toughie. I, I'm using the logic of it takes a while for be prepared to get into like the yeah. full powerful moment where you get the full body yeah. chills. Two worlds is just right up right from the beginning. Yeah. Man. Circle of life. Again, it also has a much bigger impact, I would say, overall. Yeah, that's true. People remember that song. Yeah. It'll come up in conversation more so than be prepared. Yeah. Circle of life. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry for whatever song going up against this. The Bells of Notre Dame. Oh, I'm really sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Circle of Life is continue to live the dream. Yeah, oh, this hurts my heart. And our final bash- matchup for this round, Belle. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Colors of the Wind. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hate this. This is like I Emily's worst this. nightmare of this one. I have literal anxiety right now over this. So Colors of the Wind is going to float on through. Soar on over. Yeah, soar on through. That, was, that was much better than mine. What were you going to say? I don't know. I, I just I said the same thing, but yours was just better oh. put together. Okay. So well, colors, thank you, colors of the Wind. Again, I think it's just Colors of the Wind from an imagery and song perspective is just generally better than Bell. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Even though I love Bell, but I agree. Okay, this is our final round for this for this one. So oh my this gosh. is our Elite Eight. This is where it gets real. I mean, it's been there have been some tough rounds here. So for this matchups, is our, but this, this is, is our where it gets real. Elite eight. So we're gonna pick the four winners here. And then these four again will be reserved. Yeah, these are our champs for and now. They will go into battle. So number for our first battle here in the Elite Eight, Beauty and the Beast going Ooh. up against Friend Like Me. Ooh, I'm sorry, Genie. I'm especially sorry since Disney's put your name, the good name of you attached to Genie Plus. You don't deserve that. <laughs> you deserve a much better product. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny when you... <laughs> like, man, they've done Genie dirty by attaching him to this. It's funny when you think about all this stuff because obviously Genie is, is Robin Williams, right? And Robin Williams didn't want his name to be used for like mm-hmm. any of the marketing mm-hmm. uh, for Aladdin. And That'll be they, interesting when we get and they actually ex- talk about that in like in depth on the podcast. And they explicitly did the wrong... They did the opposite, the opposite of that. Of what he wanted, his wishes. Annoyed him so much that he like never wanted to work with him again. And that that's... Now you can't even like on the Aladdin soundtrack, Friend Like Me is not even Well, now playable. I found it now. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what happened. There was mm-hmm. a long time where I'd look on Apple Music and they just had it like blocked out. You couldn't even play the Robin Williams version. You can find the Will Smith one from the remake, they, not Robin Williams. Now they tacked his name on to and likeness, the genie's likeness to Genie Plus. <sighs> Take him off. Come on. Worst, worst thing ever. Ugh. Well, yeah, this is a hard one. I I love Friend Like Me. When yeah. you compare it to something like Beauty and the Beast, though doesn't stand a chance yeah. yeah we have a we have more genie plus rants but that will be on our patreon oh, episode gosh we got a sneak pe- preview of what will happen to pirates not fun and it's not for the better let me tell you this completely ruins the entire vibe of 
New Orleans Square. Yeah, all literally the entire land and messes with pirates yeah. and the rest of the land. Yeah, Ugh, nonsense. Absolute joke. Okay. Uh, this is not that rant, though. Why don't, Disney, why don't you grant me the wish that I want from the genie and just get rid of Genie Plus? Yeah. Magically transform it back to Fast Pass or Max Pass, better yet. Bust of both worlds. You can still have a paid service, but it actually is something people loved. Huh, that's a novel concept. Anyways, not a Genie Plus rant. Let's move on. <laughs> I was about to get really worked up. I noticed my voice changing. That's like the Genie Plus voice when I start talking about it. I just immediately <laughs> get riled up. Okay. Whew. Okay, a couple breaths. Let's go. Okay. Where was Are I? Are you okay over there? I forgot, I forgot where I was. <laughs> A whole new world going up against part of your world. So which world? Oh, come on. Which world will win? Uh, what did we even pick? We picked, we picked <laughs> I think a, I picked a whole new world. We picked right? a whole new world. Yeah. Just, overall, just a bigger moment in the movie. How yeah. could you pick? I mean, Ariel, she's underwater. It's her big "I Want" song. Wow, like you're comparing it against a song that takes place around the entire world. It's their big love moment. It is their big love moment. Mm -hmm. Did you know, fun fact, that in oh. Aladdin, when Aladdin um, is wearing his prince outfit, whenever he's telling the truth, the feather stands up. And whenever he's telling a lie, the feather droops down. I did know that. Fun fact. Everybody pay attention next time you watch Aladdin. Yeah, you'll notice that feather's flopping down. It's like Pinocchio's nose. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, it's basically I, guess, the same thing. I guess it literally is the same thing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I want Sam in love from Hercules going up against two worlds. Ooh. Ooh, what did we even pick? I want Sam in love. Okay, I know the reason why. Two worlds, it takes a little bit of time to get into like the full chorus. There's not as much to the song. That's true. Overall. That's true. Really catchy when it gets to like two worlds, one family, trust your heart. Like that is a dun, really dun, great dun. moment, but there's a lot more to that song that's not as iconic. That's true. I want Sam in love. It's it starts like coming out swinging the second second that music swells. Okay. And our final matchup. Are you ready for this one? I don't know. Am I? I don't think you are. Oh, no. Colors of the Wind. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. And oh. there's one missing. Can you think about the song that we haven't said yet? Circle. Oh, the two. Oh, my two favorites. Oh, no. Circle of Life. Yeah, Circle of Life. No, why can't Colors of the Wind be against something else? That's not how Can it works. Can it be against I Won't Say I'm in Love? Because I know I know how a way to get Colors of the Wind to the end. That's not how it works, though. Let's, let's just cheat it really. No one has to know. No one's keeping track. They literally aren't. We're literally keeping track. We'll, yeah, we'll keep track and mess with it a little. <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. So, uh, just a suggestion. Circle of Life or Colors of the Wind, Emily. Circle of Life. <laughs> I mean, that deserves to be sung into the finals. No? I guess so. Yeah. It is, but we both picked this as our number one in that episode, so I think it has to be. Oh my gosh! It's oh. so it leaves our I final don't have four. Words for it. it leaves our Renaissance final four as all right. Announce the following: them. We, we are, have do it like we have. We are represented by four movies uh, again. 
Oh, I was about to say, movies. announce it like we're in a uh, boxing ring. <laughs> in matchup corner number one, Beauty and the Beast, weighing in at 1,992 pounds. <laughs> what? Came out in 1993, actually, didn't it? Came out. Oh. <laughs> okay, in one corner, we okay. have Beauty know, and the Beast. I know Lion King came out in 94. That's right. Beauty and the Beast came out in 93. Because, uh, whatever. All right. Uh, <laughs> Joke dead. <laughs> going up against Aladdin and Jasmine. Ooh. From a whole new world. Better hold on tight to that magic carpet. You're in for a wild ride. <laughs> what? That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was pretty funny, Emily. Gosh. That's that's I that's what I imagine if how Disney characters trash talked, that's what they would be like. Yeah. I got the Disney trash talk in me. <laughs> Going and then in our other corner, I won't say I'm in love. Going up against the heavy, heavy favorite, <laughs> Circle of Life. I think you're really giving away which one wins that. I mean, I don't think that's a the, surprise. The, this one, this one, there was a huge spoiler moment when we literally did our top 10 Renaissance songs. True. And one specific song in this final four <laughs> was our number one Disney Renaissance song. Yeah. And is widely regarded as the number one song from all of the Disney Renaissance I've had someone message me saying it's their favorite. And actually, a, there's many people that told me it's like their favorite of all time. So I think this this is the one where we're bearing the lead the least of which one we think True. is the best. But this is still fun. This is still because, fun. You know, things like be our guest get screwed over in the beginning. So, you know, but again, we have four individual <laughs> the randomizer messes messes up my plans. Well, it's funny how it works out because we have, again, four uh, unique individual movies. I do like that. And one I don't, I wouldn't think that would have never normally been here is Hercules. True. Like Lion King, A Circle of Life, we kind of knew Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Usually you, a, you expect those say, will be the up. ones. But I, th- uh, I think instead of Hercules, maybe a different movie you would expect to make it to the finals would be Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yeah. Yeah. But that's sometimes how the cookie crumbles. It is. That is the name of the game. So yes, these four have been placed into, they've reached their a resting period mm-hmm. they're gonna get a hot towel maybe take a nice nice little cooling nice trip around rub. the world on their magic carpet and uh wait for our next two decade brackets to uh, go through completion and then they will battle it out figure out what's the best disney song of all time well, that was fun again yeah. there's a lot of fantastic songs from this era yeah, I mean, it, it, whenever you're able to do 45, so each bracket is about 44, 45 songs. This is 45 songs from a 10 year run or not even 10 years. It's like technically nine years, I think, hmm. or a eight, excuse me, eight, because 89 to 97. I thought Tarzan came out. Okay, maybe nine years. <laughs> I thought Tarzan came out in 99. Okay, maybe 10 years. <laughs> Forget everything I just said. Ignore me. <laughs> I'm not really qualified. Tune me out. <laughs> Even though you're listening to me, tune me out. Yeah. So I think, but I think it's just a, it's a wondrous statement on how, how well this entire decade was one run. A from big a heavy hitter for Disney. Um, not even just from the music perspective, the stories that they managed to tell. The characters the they animation created. animation that they did, the characters that they created. A lot of it's probably tied up in nostalgia, but still, even if you look at it, like these are the decade, this is the decade of movies that they use a lot in the parks. 
uh, again, probably from a nostalgia perspective, but even a lot of these movies transcend, let's say, our childhood into a lot of other childhoods. Well, you can even look past our nostalgia for growing up during this time period. I mean, this is from my family, I suppose, but my parents, they would probably... haunted uh. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Olaf is uh, uh he really wants center stage <laughs> Emily Emily chose the Alice in Wonderland lounge fly that we had on the top he's stabilizing perch. Olaf and uh so I put a new one up there today and put Olaf up there and that just decided to fall down an hour and 15 minutes. Like I put Whoa, it up there an hour and a half that ago. That was weird. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Let me, should I you were, restart? You, okay. You were transcending all, the hey, nostalgia of your childhood. Here's an example. And again, this is from my family. But if you ask my parents what they think are the best songs from Disney or time period for movies, they would say the Renaissance. Yeah, they would say the so, Renaissance. And I'm sure even with a lot of other people, if you didn't grow up in the 90s, yeah. they might say that as well. They're not going to necessarily just look towards the classics or whatever movies they grew up with. You'll probably have a really close or attachment to those because that is your childhood. But honestly, I would say it's fair to also just look at the Renaissance as being a master work of Disney's art. And yeah. storytelling and basically everything they're capable of with their films. I would agree. I would agree. It's a high that they've struggled to reach again. That I really hope they get back to. We're in the, we've been in a little bit of a lull, mm. but it's uh, something to always strive to because you know they're capable. Yes, I think, and I know that they're capable. I don't think that okay, let's studio see. executives are capable of understanding okay. a good idea if it hit them in the face. Okay, okay. I, we get it. We get it. Hey, like, a sequel to hey, Frozen 4. It. They prove they can still do it once upon a studio. Just make that feature length. I'm ready for it. Bring it on, baby. Like, hey. I will go see that 10 times in the theaters. Let's not develop new stories. Let's just remake Frozen. Again. All right. Okay. Uh, hey, enough. We're not it. talking about the revival area yet, Clayton. You okay. have time to talk about Elsa all you want soon. <laughs> all right. So we have the final four from the Disney Renaissance. And as Clayton mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're going to take a brief break from this music battle. Give you a breather. We cannot focus on music for a little bit. Next week, we're coming back with the very exciting history of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So let me hold tell, on, everybody, to those hats and glasses. Let me tell you what. You know, they, you get in that cart and they say this is the wildest ride in the wilderness. It's literally the wildest ride to how this ride came to fruition. <laughs> so true. But um, but um, so yes, that will be next week and the week after. Are you going to be dressed as an old prospector for I that? I did not buy old prospector. Oh, man, what's um, going on? Material, but I would be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind when we were in Disneyland. <laughs> You're like sneakily keeping an eye out. Huh, how can I dress up yeah. as what I envisioned this guy like, from Thunder Mountain to look like? like. I, could, I could buy overalls, but then I was like, I'll never wear them again. So Put that's kind of a waste. Tooth. <laughs> could buy you a hat. A beard. But, you know, so uh, yeah, so I think that's that. This has been the Renaissance. I don't think we have much else to talk about. No, we can skip. We've done plugs the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll, you, we'll... you know everything. Look in the episode description. It's all there. Go to our website, makeamagicalpodcast.com. If you want more from us, those are the places to find everything. I, I agree.
Okay. Okay. Remember to be kind to each other and let's let's make make it magical. magical. Bye, everyone. Bye.